Satnam, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Jennifer Freer. This podcast is dedicated to conscious conversations to help you feel validated, supported, and empowered on your spiritual journey. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Virginia, for hopping on this call with me. Uh, I wanted to bring awareness. Um, for those of you who don't know, Virginia is um, an amazing astrologer. Astrologer, right? Yes. Whatever you prefer. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, astrologer um, is somebody who I personally go to for all my planetary alignment advice. And I wanted to ask her on this podcast um, to really help align everyone just knowing the energies of the year this year and what we can do to really um, move forward in our lives to into our I'm all about our highest destiny our highest timeline um, so yeah I, I love your expertise and wanted you to share that um, with the world so um I know in previous conversations, and I just want you to elaborate on a little bit more, but I had asked you, how is this different? How is this year different? um, 2022 versus last year or even 2020? Yeah, so thank you for having me. I totally appreciate it. And I I am excited to kind of share the update for 2022 because the energy has shifted. There are three major planetary activities that are going to affect us. But when you ask me, how did it change from last year? Last year, the nodes if um, were in Sagittarius and Gemini. If you don't know what the nodes of the moon are, they're really destiny points. They're not exact planets, but they're just points in time. And we all have them in our chart. The North node leads to where our future is going. The South node is where we came from. And for the whole world, the energy was Sag Gemini, which is publishing, teaching, thinking. But on January 18th, they switched to Taurus and Scorpio. So that vibe alone is going to be way different than last year's vibe, even though we have some transits from last year that are going to continue on and play out this year. Okay. What does that mean for people? Well, instead of going outward, we need to go inward. So the solution this year would be leaning on our Taurus, which is let's get grounded. Let's get back to nature. Let's get our hands in the dirt. Let's look within inside ourselves to see what we need versus counting on outer activities, the government, how big you want to get, whether it's your husband or the government, the answer is looking inward because your salvation, your peace is going to be from looking inward. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Beautiful. So with that being said, though, South Node in Scorpio, we will be tested, right? Because Scorpio can bring up some of the things that are in the deep, dark sides of ourselves that we really don't want to deal with. So when that, those things happen, I would say, look within and ask yourself, I can't control the situation. I can't control what happened. I can control my perspective on the situation. Go within and, and start asking yourself, how can I change my perspective on the situation? That's awesome. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from what, what you saying that um, yeah. is just that this is really an important time for self-discovery and to work on our inner peace. So no matter what's going on, you know, out and globally or even as small as, you know, our work relationships, our romantic relationships, um, our familial relationships, the answer to basically all of our issues is working on 
how can I be, bring more peace within myself, right? Or what, what in me is kind of creating any struggles outside of myself? Does that, is that correct? That is, that is correct. And I guess one could say we're always supposed to be doing that. Sure, of course. Because the answer is always within, but yes. the nodes are here to give us a little extra energy in that department because they're going to radiate that. So you know, it's always the best practice to look within for the answers because that's where they usually lie. But Taurus and Scorpio are going to help us, Scorpio, dig deep within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Taurus to get grounded and get back to who we really are and the nature of, of our true selves. Beautiful. And um, in the beginning, you had said that there's three planetary alignments that are really going to affect us this year. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Sure. So we've got Saturn and Uranus aspecting each other. They're not going to meet again exactly this year. They did that in 2020 and 2021. Okay. But I like to give the example like I did in the class of like the music box, you know, you're actively winding it up in 2020, 2021, but it's going to play out in 2022. What does that mean? Well, Saturn has to do with boundaries, rules and restriction. And Uranus has to do with freedom. So it's going to play out more. The government may try to restrict us more. We're going to seek more freedom, which could bring about more uprising, more people kind of bucking the system because they want to get back Taurus to their natural selves and they don't really like the way things are going. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say 2022 is like, oh, whew, glad 2021 is behind us. 2022 is a breeze. There, there is still going to be turbulence and chaos. And there's some aspects you know, towards October, November, De December that are going to be pretty chaotic. And that's why in the beginning of the year, we're saying ground yourself because the, the ride's going to get a little bumpy later on in the year. Okay. And if you are looking outside yourself for safety, then you're going to feel more of the Uranus energy, which is chaotic versus the Saturn energy, which could be safety boundaries, creating your own place. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And then what are the other two? Um, yeah, so we've got the, oh, so Neptune and Jupiter are going to conjunct April 12th. April 12th. Okay. This, this is a blessing and it can also be a warning, right? Okay. The blessing is that Jupiter brings expansion, optimism, glass half full, you know, life is wonderful. We, we are going to step into our abundance. And what is that abundance could be related to Neptune, right? It could be our creativity. It could be our spirituality, um, but it also rules drugs and alcohol. So this could push people to who don't do the work and go inward to get into trouble and expand their alcohol use, their drug use to try to escape what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, another thing with the Neptune Jupiter, like I was telling you, it relates to water. Neptune rules water, Jupiter rules expansion. So there could be some flooding. There could be Uranus disruptions, volcanoes, which cause flooding and tsunamis. Mm -hmm. So we wanna be mindful about water and toxicity. Uh, I know it's a simple thing. Um, get a Brita to make sure in case there's a water shortage, you have a way to filter your own water. So once again, Taurus relying on oneself, don't be counting on the whole world, the water system to do it for us. Mm -hmm. Make some preparation because we're giving you a warning now that there could be water issues. Okay, awesome. And then the la the third one would be which so we got the nodes, we got Uranus and Saturn, and we got Jupiter and Neptune. So okay, I'll just bring it back to Jupiter Neptune. Another positive thing is 
we could really all be awakening more to our intuition. So be sure you're following that because there's more light hitting the planet now than ever before. So those of us who are ready, willing, and able are going to start to elevate more. Mm -hmm. So your, your intuition is going to get stronger. Your dreams are going to get stronger. So piece of advice is pay attention to your dreams, mm -hmm. you know, write them down. Is this always a good practice? Yes. But as of April 12th, once again, we got the planets here to help us. So if you couldn't do it before, give it another try because the planets are, are here to kind of support that right now. Okay. I want to talk about a little bit um, the age of Aquarius, right? Okay. And, and what that means. And so, um, you know, from a yogic perspective, it's very much the age of experience, right? The, like we've been talking about of just moving, stop looking outside of ourselves, like which was very pa Piscean. And now it's, you know, we're gonna, um, we know that we have the answers and that we're not really aligned with the social structure that's been kind of projected onto the planet. Um, but I have some friends who um, are Aquarius, their signs, their sun signs are in Aquarius. And um, they were, you know, asking me, well, how does that, does this affect me more because I'm in Aquarius? Like, what does that mean? Um, and then, you know, there's also these talks of um, the new earth versus the old earth, right? Where there's gonna be kind of like this transition and earth itself is in this transition. Um, but from an astrological standpoint, can you just explain that a little bit? bit better so it just doesn't sound so like woo woo <laughs> yeah yeah okay so so on a practical level well first of all your first thing will it affect aquarians more i don't know if affect is the right word but they will feel it but it could also feel like a coming home because they're quirky vibe that they're so used to which makes them feel like they don't necessarily fit in the whole planet's going to be going that direction so there'll be more of a coming home feeling for them because it's, it's going to feel our whole collective is going to, is moving towards, which mind you, this is going to take a long time. This is like mm -hmm. a 25,000 year cycle. Right. Um, so it's not like tomorrow. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But how is it going to affect on a practical level? Aquarian age means we're going to have elevated electronics. Like we think that we have electronics now, like you're going to see warp speed stuff that you're like, wow, it makes, it makes your computer look like old news. So right. to speak. So on a practical level, that's what that could look like. Um, you know, old earth Capricorn is top down. We have a president, they make the rules. Aquarian is more small groups, small communities acting um, in more congruence with themselves and more of a collective energy. Instead of, I got a boss, you're my employee. It's going to be more of like, we're all the same. How do we make this work together? Okay. Kind of a feel and like i said over time this is what we're working towards mm -hmm. the old stills breaking down somewhat so we're not fully into that and i think um more towards 2024 is when we're going to start finding solutions we're still in the breakdown mode now mm -hmm. but aquarians are innovative they are okay with being different so everybody stepping into themselves would be an aquarian energy like not having to do what everyone says i should do but it's okay to be me okay so that that's the difference between Capricorn, which is more I self ego needs money for safety. I have to build a business. I have to be an entrepreneur. It's going to be more like, what can we do together to make an impact? Okay. Beautiful. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, and then what would be like, as, um, a piece of advice that you just want to, you know, share with listeners who are listening now, if they're kind of finding, um, 
you know, how do, what are the ways that I can make the next step that's best for, you know, supports me and, and my sign or maybe my, you know, um, my astrological alignment, my birth chart, whatever that is. Um, what would you give them like advice for to help them find more um, structure, like mm -hmm. within moving forward within their lives? I would say get to know where your moon sign is because your individual structure looks different than your neighbor's structure. Mm -hmm. So I would say get used to your own inner life and, and start to understand what is my strongest need that keeps me emotionally sound mm -hmm. and then start implementing some of those things into your life and then getting curious about that. And it's not about what your parents said you should do or what it should look like. It's like, do I really know myself, which is still part of the story of going within like, Maybe perhaps people labeled themselves a Leo because someone told them that was their sun sign, but their moon signs in a completely different place. And they don't, they're not even aware that their inner life is functioning differently. Mm -hmm. You know, so getting in tune with that. So you're congruent between your outside self and your inside self. So you can walk through this whole life of chaos in alignment with you. Beautiful. Um, and so your, your sun sign and, and correct me if I'm um, kind of wrong on this, but your sun sign is more like um, your, okay, I'm going to start with your moon. Your moon is your inner world, right? And it's then you process emotions, how you process okay. feelings. When people are talking to you, how do I digest internally okay. what they're saying to me and then process it? Okay. And then your rising sign is more of like how people perceive you or like, you know, like your mask onto the planet or just who people kind of um, recognize you as. And then your is that correct? I mean, that is correct, but okay. it's, it's not so much, it is how they perceive you, but it's how you show up amongst strangers. Like okay. you wouldn't necessarily show your sun and moon when you go on a date or you go to right. a class for the first time. The you that shows up is your rising sign and that's why they perceive you that way. Okay. And then what would your sun sign represent? So your sun sign more represents your ego, your, your identity, your life force, your vitality, your temperaments. I would, I guess it's like, it's like, say you're a Leo and it's fiery, your temperament would be fiery and exuberant mm -hmm. um, versus how you process information. It's, it's vitality, your will, your ego, your identity. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. Um, so I know that you offer readings, right, for natal charts, Saturn returns, all of the uh, relationship readings. Um, so could you share on just how people can get connected with you or schedule a reading with you? Oh, sure. Um, well, you could find me on Instagram, Awareness Coaching 33. You could call me or text me, 702-501-1640. Um, or you could email me at awarenesscoaching33 at gmail.com. Okay. And as of two days ago, uh, Spirit told me, or I was guided towards actually working with children and parents of children. Not that I want them to bring their children to me, but I, I'm going to create a course that helps parents understand the sun moon rising of their child, what their soul's need really is so that they can tailor their parent to each individual child mm -hmm. versus just parenting us all the same when we have a different inner compass. So I'm kind of excited about that. So those parents, I had some friends come over and they were struggling with their children and kind of like misbehavior. And so it came out naturally, like the chart would help them Mm -hmm. their parenting so I'm excited about that too. that's awesome that's yeah. beautiful and I think that's important and what a beautiful way to um, acknowledge 
um, every child, every person's different and, and a different approach that not one way always works all for as we are continuing to find out as we shift and evolve as humanity that one size does not fit all. Um, which another thing to the Aquarian age, right, which is mm -hmm. all about like be your own individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I also wanted to just like see what your thoughts are about this, um, you know, with um, the yoga tradition, like we believe like we have our um, birth chart and our destiny, but that we can also um, ascend certain fates, right, that are, are in our birth chart. And so um, can you just speak about what your, your perspective is about that or, or what your thoughts sure. are and how you feel? Yeah, I, I definitely think the soul um, comes in picking the chart, picking the parents, and we have lessons to work through. Mm -hmm. Free will is, do we work through those lessons on move, move forward, right? Mm -hmm. And how long does that take us? And you do get your natal chart, which is definitely your thumbprint, your guide for your whole life, but the planets do change. So that gives us the opportunity to work through some things and move on to the next thing. So the free will is in your choice to work through it and move on to the next thing, right? Yeah. So your progress chart shows where your planets are right now. And most people don't look at that. So it's mm -hmm. like, maybe you came in as an Aries, but really now you're a Taurus. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, did I close up my lessons of Aries so that I can move into Taurus? And what are my new lessons? Beautiful. It's so fascinating. There's so many, yeah. so many layers to astrology. <laughs> so but it's great because it builds a story and I think it frees us from why does this happen to me? Well, ultimately, we really as souls pick this, whatever your parents did, and and it's all part of your plan in this lifetime. Absolutely. Absolutely. But can I say one thing about that? Is that astrology is not concrete. Mm -hmm. The energy is expressed. You get to choose how it's exactly shows up. So I never tell people that I'm psychic. I'm not, you have the free will to how to make that expression come out, you know, like depending on what that is. Mm -hmm. and so, so astrology is not concrete. It, there's plenty of opportunity for individualness. Yeah, no, I think that's important. Cause I think sometimes people think that this is like you know, they're sentencing, <laughs> right? Like, right. Yeah. It's not a sentencing. It's yeah. an opportunity. As yes. long as you get to learn yourself and you learn your charge and you're like, oh, okay. So let me just wake up and learn that one pretty quick so I can move on to something else. Right. Yes. Beautiful. So let me ask you a question. So then yeah. in with what you practice, um, do you believe that that's, that's possible and that we, we do come in to learn certain things and we can move through them and and, he, and heal on oh absolutely i think um our each of our souls have specific message missions and uh contracts and it's up to us whether we are going to um ascend what i like to call to our highest timeline or um just kind of move into fate right and that's when we're in that cycle of um not really realizing um that we create our own reality or think that things are happening to us or or in that, you know, why me? Why do, you know, why do always bad things happen to me? That kind of yeah. mindset, that would be, I think, you know, what I would consider living in your fate. So doing practices that get you back to spirituality, back to yourself, yoga, meditation, breath work, whatever it is that works for you, dancing. I mean, there's so many things um, that can help you connect to your those deepest parts of yourself. I think it's very accessible to do what you came here to do, 
which is, you know, evolve your soul um, and, and the souls of everyone you decided to incarnate down here with um, and the planet because the planet's asking for the souls to come through for to help her ascend. So, um, yeah, I, I totally um, before before I got really into spirituality, I kind of thought that um, the same thing that like the my birth chart was kind of just like my fate keeper right and um the, the timeline was um like from my 40s to 50s was predetermined but as i got more into like oh no like i can do things quickly because in kundalini yoga we move through a lot of shit quickly you know um that i was like oh like what i what maybe be in my birth chart showing from that i'm gonna live in my 50s and 60s i'm already now experiencing in my 30s and 40s right so yeah absolutely That's awesome i love that yeah um okay well i'm i'm complete i asked the questions <laughs> that um i love and i think is very uh, valuable to the listeners here on this podcast do you have anything else that you want to add or are you feeling complete as well or I think the only thing I would add is for people to keep in mind when bad things are happening, everything in astrology, perhaps life has a beginning, a middle and an end. And sometimes before we can start new things, we do have to go through this dying rebirth process, mm -hmm. you know, same as the moon does. It starts as a new moon. It travels through its cycle, gets to a full moon, and then it has to, you know, go away before something new starts. So I would just say in, if you are finding something, a struggle in your astrology chart, just remember that it could just be an ending cycle. And that if you surrender and you find peace with it, it will end and something new will begin. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Complete. <laughs> <laughs>so much for listening to this podcast please don't forget to subscribe um, to my instagram at jennifer j-e-n-i-f-e-r dot freer and then feel free let's let's connect i always enjoy um, creating deep meaningful connections so, um,